dear friends, good afternoon. You're welcome to a new episode on this English podcast. Today's episode is number 160, and this is your regular host sitting in from our studios in Shanghai. Today is Tuesday, April 27th, 2021, and I am happy to tell you that I'm back in good health. And so we're going to continue with our discussion today in this new episode, focusing on our series on the International English Language Testing System. And we are focusing particularly on IELTS writing, task one. So in the previous episode, we discussed, um, if you go back and listen to Three, three or four episodes uh, that we discussed previously, um, you will notice that we were focusing on developing task one writing and looking at the format of um, the answer that you're supposed to give and the topics that are usually used. In. We, we look at academic training hours and we also look at general training hours. So we have already discussed that. And in today's episode, actually, we intend to wrap up with um, we intend to wrap up discussions on task one writing, both for the academic training and general training in this episode. So uh, as promised in the last episode, we are going to look at the details that matter. What are the details that matter? This is something that I usually discuss in in class because um, some students preparing for out don't really need to have a very high score. Remember that this test um, you don't really have a pass and a fail like in other kinds of tests. So candidates uh, taking this test have individual um, requirements so there are some candidates who go to the test and they just need a five and that's fine for them some need a six some need a seven some need um, an eight so that's why I usually tell my students that um, you don't really have to beat yourself all over the place because you want to get the top score because maybe you don't really need the top score um, requirements vary from one university to the other so uh, there are some universities that require you to have just a six that's okay so your essay may not need to be as extraordinary as excellent as uh, somebody looking for uh, say eight you know so the band scores are very important it's important to know what band score you're aiming at so um, you, you, you're probably preparing, if you're preparing with a friend, let's say you have a friend who is uh, preparing for the test with you, or you have a private teacher. Some students have a tutor, um, a private teacher who is helping you. Uh, that's what I do. I, I prepare a lot of students privately for the test. And if you're that kind of student, usually the teacher will ask you, the teacher who is helping you to prepare for the test will ask you what score you're aiming at because that's important and so if you're not um, having a teacher 
who is helping you to prepare and you're just maybe a group your group of three friends or five friends who are preparing for the test together it is important to see whether all of you um, have the same requirement or all of you are aiming at the same band score you know what I mean so if you're someone who is in your group in your study group and that person needs an eight in order to get into the university he or she is applying to and then there's another student who needs just a five you see that clearly these two students should not be studying together or should not be comparing their answers because um, clearly the answer that gets you a five is very different um, from an answer that gets you an eight so in this episode we're going to look at some of those details that matter what are the things that make one answer get a higher score um, than another answer in that case um, you will be able to know what to look out for and what to prepare more if you're that kind of candidate who is looking for something like uh, an eight okay so I'm going to um, we're going to discuss we're going to list some of those items and those language um, items actually work for general training IELTS and academic IELTS. So whether you're preparing for general training or academic IELTS, you need to pay attention to these aspects that we're going to list out. Okay, um, number one, in case you have your notebook and you want to write down, number one, the first detail that matters that you need to pay attention to is the number of words. This is a little thing that a lot of students don't um, care about. A lot of students uh, ignore, ignore because they think, I don't, many students have asked me, do the examiners really take time to count the number of words? Well, dear friends, yes, they do. So rule number one is make sure you write the minimum number of words required. And in the case of task one writing, that number of words is 150. So make sure you write at least 150 words. If you do not reach the minimum number of words required, that alone reduces your score greatly. So if I look at your essay without even reading the content, without even understanding how you developed your point, just seeing that your essay is less than 150 words, your score is definitely going to be low because that's the first condition you have to meet. So that's rule number one. Pay attention to that detail. It's the detail that matters. And so a lot of students think, oh, one way to practice that is to um, use, I advise many of my students to use an actual answer sheet. So uh, there are many of them online that you can download for free. So if you have an actual answer sheet, which is the kind of uh, sheet that you will use when you're writing the actual test. So when you're practicing, when you're preparing for writing, use that kind of paper. And the importance of doing this is that you will be able to see how 150 words look like on that kind of paper. 
So your handwriting is your handwriting. And normally, if you write 150 words, um, and that takes you, say, one full page from the top to the bottom, it will more or less be like that all the time because it's your handwriting, you know. So you can practice and you can see how in your handwriting, 150 words look like on an IELTS writing answer sheet. If you're familiar with that, in the actual test, it will be easier for you to tell whether you've written up to 150 words or more or less. That's one way to try it. So then we move on to the second detail that matters. The second detail that matters is having a good handwriting. This is another detail that a lot of people don't even think about while they're preparing for the test. Having a decent handwriting. What is a decent handwriting? A handwriting that is clear that everybody can read the words that you write. Okay, there are people who are taking the internet-based test. The internet-based test uh, means that you're actually going to write your essay online. So in that case, the problem of handwriting does not, um, is not a problem. But there are still a lot of candidates out there who take the paper-based test. If you are such a candidate, please work on your handwriting. There are a lot of people nowadays who do not have a good handwriting. What they write is barely readable. You cannot even see the words clearly. Maybe a U looks like an O. Maybe a W looks like whatever. So make sure your writing, your handwriting is clear if you are taking the paper-based test. And the best way to test that out is write a sample essay when you're doing the preparation and give it to different people to read not just your friends at school give it to somebody like a teacher give it to your mom give it to your dad give it to people who are not really used to your handwriting you know give it to someone who is not used to your handwriting and ask them to see if the handwriting is good so pay attention to your handwriting that's detail number two because we're discussing details that matter details that probably you usually don't think about okay number three capitalization capitalization what does that mean it means knowing when to use a capital letter and when not to use a capital letter in English these are very very basic lessons that you probably learned when you were still in primary school and then over time you have forgotten that these things are actually important you probably just neglect them and one reason why these kind of things are neglected in, 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 in today's language use is uh, social media um, texting on phones and uh, because people text in a very informal style using short forms and so they don't respect things like capital letters anymore so go back to your basic lessons in primary school we were taught how to use capital letters that's important in letter writing you use a capital letter when it's somebody's name when it's the name of a country when it's the name of a place when it's the name of um, of a brand so on so 
you have to go back and read the rules. When do I use the capital letter and when do I not use the capital letter? These are, th th this usually shows up whether in task one academic training or general training. Maybe you're talking about a place, you're talking about a country, you're talking about people, the name of a school, or you're talking about the name of a company. Always make sure you use capital letters when you're supposed to. Okay, so that's detail number three you should pay attention to. Uh, detail number four is very closely related to that. Detail number four is avoid using short forms. Short forms are considered informal. So when you're writing in your test, please do not use short forms, contractions. What are these short forms? Like EG, that's a short form. Abbreviations, and like I said in uh, the tip number three, this is something that we do every day when we text people on the phone, when we post something online, when we reply to comments on, on online. So we are sort of used to, and it's when we are writing a formal essay in a test, we forget that this is formal writing and you're not supposed to use those short forms. So try as much as possible to avoid contractions like isn't, aren't, weren't, don't, can't. Just write the full thing, you know, just write the full thing. And the worst one is using very, very informal short forms like THK when you want to say thanks or BT if you want to say between or BF if you want to say before. Now these words don't don't use them. Just write the words in full. That's tip number four. Avoid short forms. Tip number five punctuation. Punctuation is something a lot of students don't pay attention to and in fact a lot of teachers don't take time to teach punctuation to students. In writing, punctuation is very, very important. Please go back and read the rules of punctuation. When do you have to use a full stop? When do you have to use a comma? When do you have to use a semicolon or a column? So that is, it's basic, it's basic. If you go back to your, your grammar book, primary school or in middle school, you will see this discussed clearly. So ask your teacher who is preparing you for the test to go back and teach you how to use proper punctuation marks because this is important when it comes to letter writing. And tip number six, which is going to be our last tip before we wrap up. Um, tip number six is paragraphing, paragraphing. The rules of paragraphing. So, you a paragraph means we should see clearly, and we should see that this is a paragraph because you end the previous paragraph and then you begin the next paragraph with an indentation. You have to leave a little bit of space. You indent in order to show that this is a paragraph, and 
Not only that, in terms of content, we should be able to see that this is a paragraph because the paragraph should introduce a new idea through what is called a topic sentence and then develop the idea and, and wrap up that idea in that paragraph. So paragraphing is a very, very important detail that you should pay attention to. That's tip number six. And I thought that I should remind you of these six tips because um, a lot of students don't pay attention to that anymore. Well, let me tell you that those six tips are what make some students get extraordinary scores in the test. So if you want your essay to be special, to look serious, then if you, and if you're aiming at a high score like eight, you should be ready to pay attention to those details that matter. With that, we come to the end of this episode. Our time is up. And in our next episode, we're going to look at task two writing. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. This is Teacher D signing off and see you in the next episode. Bye-bye.